West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. New music is falling faster than the leaves on the trees, and I'm here to rake it all together for you in one giant fun pile. Let's jump right in now. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church Free Radio, San Francisco. As younger. Hello, hello, hello. MJ back with you again from San Francisco with another incredible two hours of freshly minted music from the Bay and Beyond. And I must say, cramming it all into two hours is hard because of the sheer amount of material being released this month. But I'll do my best. Among the stellar records dropping this month is Cappuccino Springs, the debut album of a new project out of the North Bay, Tom Connolly and Birds of Paradise. Aces and spades, diamonds and hearts I got what you need, somewhere inside And it just might take you by surprise That's just a taste of one of 15 new songs on the debut LP of Tom Connolly and Birds of Paradise. Tom joins me as guest artist with a chat and deep sonic dive coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, let's let the music do the talking, starting off with alt-country blues artist Marcus King. Off his new LP, Young Blood, this is Rescue Me.
just a little while longer Fight on Just a little while longer
what I do or what I have done. When my father gets to heaven, please spare him the telling of the ways I've been sinning ever since the beginning. He won't understand, and even if he did, I'm still here. I don't think Jack White comes up in our musical conversations nearly as much as he should. You just heard Please God Don't Tell Anyone off Entering Heaven Alive, one of two, yes, two albums he released this year. I love his experimentational spirit and versatility. I also played a brilliant song called Fight On from the Harlem Gospel Travelers off their new LP, Look Up. I encourage everyone to check out that whole record. Incredible. 
Oakland's Miko Marks and the Resurrectors were also in that set with a song off her brilliant new LP, Feel Like Going Home, with the song Trouble. It's a song that honors the late congressman and longtime civil and voting rights advocate John Lewis, who urged all Americans to speak up and get into what he called good trouble. A timely reminder for all of you to make sure you are registered to vote. You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio with me, MJ. So much music, so little time. Let's get right back to it with L.A. singer-songwriter Madison Cunningham, who's on a huge roll after opening for Harry Styles at Madison Square Garden, appearing on The Late Late Show, and writing an original song for NPR's Morning Edition. This is off her new LP called Revealer. It's called All I've Ever Known.
waiting in line for the bathroom never sounded so vibey. That's the band Living Hour with Miss Miss Miss, an ode to growing up in Winnipeg and nights spent at the city's Palomino Dance Club. Before that, UK indie band The Orioles with The Room off their new LP, Tableau. Chicago's Neil Francis with his cover of the classic Strawberry Lenter 23. The psyche instrumental you also heard was the British project Skin Shape with High Tide Storm Rising off their LP, Nostalgia. Before that, Ghost Woman out of Arizona and another trippy tune called All the Time, and I started the set off so long ago with Madison Cunningham and All I've Ever Known. Let's keep the psyche vibes going right now with Australia's Babe Rainbow, who I was lucky enough to catch play a sold-out show at the chapel a few weeks back. This is their new single, Inner Space.
the jazzy alt-punk band out of New Orleans called Special Interest in their new song Midnight Legend off a very fun LP called Endure. Remember, coming up at the top of the hour, guest artist Tom Connolly joins me for a fabulous chat and deep dive into the debut album of the new band he's fronting with North Bay musicians Birds of Paradise. It's a good one, so don't move a muscle. But I've got two more songs to get to before that, starting with a duo I caught recently in Taos, New Mexico. She's from Belfast and plays the Irish drum called the Bodrum. He's British, plays guitar, and together, Andrea McGee and Ben Jones are giving Americana music a huge, wonderful jolt. This is Austin-based Beat Root Revival off their new LP, Live at Arlen Studios. It's called Keep Coming Back. So everything is looking different In the way we are And everybody's got a problem When they listen in the car With the blindfold on We never get to learn it When we do our wrongs But we keep coming back Keep coming back Keep coming back to love Yes, we keep coming back Keep coming back Keep coming back to love Get up, get up, get up, get up This road's still left to run 
blazing sun Get up, get up, get up, get up We've only just
miss those San Francisco days When you're living in the city You know I don't need to explain There's a whole lot of loving There's a whole lot of pain And you know I'd love to see you Yeah, you know I love L.A. It's just something's come between us And I'm going the other way wonderful song about leaving L.A. for San Francisco is by the Detroit band Bonnie Doon. And of course, it's the perfect setup for our second Hyperlocal Hours guest artist, 
Tom Connolly, a musician who's been involved with numerous indie bands in the Bay Area, but it wasn't until he left for LA just before COVID and returned to Marin County last year that he decided it was time to get out in front and put together his own project. My chat with Tom is coming up next, but first let's listen to the title track off the new record. This is Cappuccino Springs. Back upon the shores of Cappuccino Springs Waited down by golden, heavy diamond rings Set my eyes upon a haunted old blue house Built upon the edge of honey my hand So I jumped off the deck to the palace case tonight Harking for a feeling that I've only known twice I climbed up on the bells and the canyons capped the snow Boarded up all the windows from their home electric oh, 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 Nice to meet you. How are you doing? Great. Yeah, hanging. What a great album. What an Thank opus. You. It's kind wow. of an opus. Thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. When did you start working on it? It, it kind of started, um, uh, I mean, probably the oldest song I wrote like two years ago at this point, um, which is kind of weird. Like normally when I've made records in the past, I don't really have anything that's over a year old. Uh, so it's kind of weird. And uh, in some ways, I'm pretty happy it's coming out because I'm just kind of over having these songs stuck in my head. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, probably like just like uh, January of 2020 was when some of these were written and they were originally we're going to record them with my previous band. It was in a band called Idle Joy for a while. And uh, then I just kind of with COVID and everything, I just kind of sat on them and worked on them and wrote more songs. And eventually, I think the, the most recent of those songs was written maybe like a month before we recorded it um 
Yeah, not even a month before we recorded it, probably. The first track, You're All I See, I wrote that like with my friend, oh, like three weeks before we recorded the album. Um, so yeah, probably like over the course of the last two years, long story short. There's a door inside the ocean, there's a door inside the sea, you're all I see. You're my honey in the morning, the milk inside my tea, you're all I see. You're You're a Bay Area native, but you took off for a while and then returned like in 2021, which would make it, you know, ago. just after, yeah, a year ago, but like after the pandemic, where did you grow up and where did you skirt off to for a while? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was living, well, I'm from Marin originally. I'm from uh, Larkspur and uh, I lived in San Francisco for a while. Um, amongst other places. And then, yeah, like maybe I moved to LA in like early 2020, kind of the most unfortuitous timing ever. Uh, I moved down there with my then girlfriend, now wife. And um, I moved down there just, I guess my friend Daniel and I were gonna have our band down there. We'd been playing in the city for a long time and we kind of wanted to just take it to LA and see what happened. He had lived there before, so he kind of convinced me and then, um, yeah, COVID, we had like four weeks of like living in LA and then <laughs> and then it was COVID and then we were just kind of stuck and I had a, my wife and I had a nice little spot in, in Eagle Rock and we kind of just wrote it out there, our little patch <laughs> there, it was awesome. But, but, you know, your plan to go to LA and, you know, as I always say, try that one on for, you know, try that city on for size didn't really work because you Absolutely had not. you were you couldn't network or do anything like you needed no. to do no it was pretty much access denied uh, <laughs> which I, I don't know i have this like i love i love los angeles a lot and i have this thing where it seems like people i know who move there it, it's like it's time when like the city knows when it's time for you to move there and i feel like a lot of people i know who have moved there it's like a lot of things are happening for them really quickly, it always seems like. And then when I moved down there, it was like, man, you're not ready yet or something. I don't know. You felt, happened. did you feel like it was the universe telling you? Yeah. Not, not your time, to, not your time to be here yet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways I had to look, think about it like that because it was too depressing to think of it otherwise. Um, but. But yeah, it was cool. Um, it was still nice. I mean, it was like, I was, we were joking this morning, like I kind of miss, I mean, we were lucky that we got to ride out COVID and relative safety and no one I knew got sick or anything really, really detrimentally sick. And there was just this kind of beautiful like moment when we just, there was no plans. There was no anything, just kind of hanging out. And no one really knew where we were. We were just in LA. I kind of missed some of that, kind of missed some of that, like just, there was no, nothing on the horizon, nothing on the agenda. You were kind of great. living in anonymity and... Yeah, and it was just great for playing music by yourself all day. <laughs> <laughs> but how many months of that can you take? <laughs> I, I could probably take uh, quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> You're all I see. You're all I see. You're all I see. You're all I see. You're 
point did you say I'm I'm going to put a project out under my own name? Yeah. Um, like when I got back uh, here, kind of. Um, like I mentioned, I was in, uh, just been in a bunch of bands um, and most of the like projects that I've kind of been the driving force behind, I would think, but um, never under my own name. And it was just kind of like felt like the time to do that. I don't know. It was like, I don't want to have a band where like I can't go do something because the band's not available. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I can't be waiting on people and waiting on things. I need to just, just be me. Um, yeah. So when I got back, probably I started thinking about that. And I always just want to be in a band, but it was time to just kind of uh, put my own name on it. Do you think the time you spent in anonymity in LA during COVID drove you to that assessment? You know, because as you said, I can't be waiting around for people. It, you know, the time is now. Waiting, waiting doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I think like just kind of stewing in my own thoughts there for like over a year was um, kind of made me think that like the band I was in, we kind of broke up and people moved and it was just like, I'm done putting in all this effort for something that is like a shared thing when it feels like I'm putting in the line share effort to keep anything going. You know what I mean? Like it was just time to like call a spade a spade and realize that if I'm going to be doing all this work and writing all these songs and recording all this music, like I need to, I want to take credit for it yeah. <laughs> or be able to play out without like having to check with everybody and everyone, you know what I mean? Like I just wanted to be able to not be held back by something like a name, which can kind of do that sometimes or an identity as like a unit rather than just a person. But as Tom Connolly and the Birds of Paradise, obviously you're not playing alone. This isn't like a solo singer songwriter record at all. This is no, like a no, full, this not. is a full band. It's got- yeah, a big ass band, the Birds. Really, so we recorded the record um, in January of this year and did it in three days whole days which was well like three days and some change like a little bit we did some extra stuff at my friend's little garage studio but um and but before that my buddy jason zucker a great piano player keyboard player and he's in the birds uh we kind of fleshed a lot of these out together and it was just kind of so like it was kind of cool to see how the music went from like just me in my head making demos of it maybe acoustically and then taking them to like Jason and working on them and how they like they to your point of like not being a total COVID inside your head album it's like I feel like if there was some narrative with like what was happening in the world it was that things were opening up again and people were like comfortable around each other more and ready to be around each other so like when Jason and I would work on these tunes like they they expanded with life a lot you know it's like a life was just being put into them every day we worked on them as opposed to like kind of being stuck in this more insular uh internal space i guess and maybe you know that that brings us around to it doesn't sound like a COVID album i felt because the sonic sounded so big and i really liked the amount of keys and organs and piano oh, yeah. that was in there because that is for some reason, that's an instrument that you don't hear as much as you used to anymore. I mean, I got I got those guys around me, Aloise, the, the Birds of Paradise are uh, Aloise, Jason, and uh, Adam. Those guys are so good at playing music and just everything. So I was like, man, if we got, the studio had um, a B3, so like, yeah, we're going to use the B3, you know? And there wasn't like a lot of pre-planning, like of, 
um, or there was that we just kind of scrapped once we got in there. You know, we're like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and it's like, and you get in there, you just like start rolling with it. And it's like, oh shit, there's a B3. Like, let's use the B3. Let's use this whirly on this. Let's do all this stuff. So yeah. and those guys can play that stuff perfectly. So were there horns on it too? No, there's no, no horns on it. That would've been fun. But no, but, and and maybe that was just a synth organ or something that I thought I. Oh heard yeah, well, on good fortune, at the end of it, that, like yeah, that. that that was probably it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a yeah, that's a little secret sauce, <laughs> from, <laughs> by courtesy of Aloe as the bass player. Good Fortune and Deck of Cards. Oh, which, great. Which, yeah. which the two of them, which both strike me as you're taking a chance. Cards are a game of chance and life is a game of chance. And that's what I kind of took off that. And I was wondering if that was kind of a through line for the whole album. Absolutely. Or, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Kind of like games of chance. And I just love that narrative or like cards, you know, like, I mean, that, that's that's a song that my friend Daniel and I were writing together. Um, and then I kind of just took it and ran with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a theme, it seems like throughout a lot of this stuff, just kind of like games of chance. And yeah, I know I have like a fascination with like, not that I like hang out in casinos ever. <laughs> I don't, but I kind of <laughs> like the idea of it, you know? Like, <laughs> Or like an old fair or something like a, you know, like in um, that movie Big with Tom Hanks, like yeah, in, yeah. the Voltron thing. Like I just I think about that kind of stuff a lot. I love that stuff. Like, well, and and at the time that it was written too, everything was a freaking game of chance. I mean, yeah, you know, it was Definitely. spin the wheel and what the hell's going to happen now? Yeah. You know, and and that that was also kind of a theme that I had thinking in my head about the time period that this album was created was a time of such unrest and unknowing, you know, what the next day would bring. Yeah. For me, baby, I'm a deck of cards. Aces and spades, diamonds and hearts. I got what you need somewhere inside. And it just might take you by surprise.
So I grew up with Jason, actually, the keyboard player in the Birds. And yeah, I grew up, there's a ton of great musicians I grew up with that are all doing music now. Um, I had, I got to say, like, I had the best, probably like high school music program ever. This guy, shout, John Madden. Sh shout it out. What high yeah, school? Yeah, John Madden, Redwood High School. He's still there doing it. I mean, he like inspired so, so many of us to just pursue a life in music. I think because he like, he just he fought for music and art to be recognized as like virtuous and valid and as math or science or something like that and he just put the fire in people you know and so i grew up with a, in that kind of world when he was a jazz guy and so like so many of our friends you know went on to pursue music and are, are doing like great today like killing it um yeah so grew up playing a lot with those guys well, and you had said, you know, there's a, there's a, you grew up deeply ensconced in the indie world, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but uh, uh, this is, you call it country tinged. And I even, yeah. there's like some country jazz going on in Rainbow Trout <laughs> too. I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. So you've like really, when you have to pick a genre, mm -hmm for your album to list on whatever it is, Spotify or Apple or whatever, because they make you pick a genre. Yeah. What are you picking? Um, yeah, a good question. I mean, I don't even know, because I, I think it's it's kind of like one of these things where some, I think like indie folk, I guess, but it, whatever that is, I don't even know what that is, but like that seems to be a genre that people pick. So I've just been picking that, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up, you know, particularly like loving and still love bluegrass music a lot. Like I deeply love bluegrass and I play in bluegrass bands. Um, and and these guys that are playing with me, like they're all just heavy into the jazz world and like the jazz scene and all of the, I mean, Jason and Adam went to jazz school together at New School in New York. And so those guys are just deeply into that world um, as well as like multitude of other worlds. But. I think like at the core of this is kind of like in a true, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm, I like to think of, if I can think of myself as anything, it's like, as like kind of a folky, I guess, and or in that line of tradition, I guess. I 
show uh in april in mid-april um and we've we haven't played a ton of gigs uh to be honest like i just did a little run of shows by myself up and down the coast which was an experiment um which is fun and uh what some did you, high highs and some low lows what did you learn <laughs> it's really hard to make a solo acoustic guitar with a white guy with a solo acoustic guitar it's hard to make that interesting even for me like, like I, I'm trying not to get bored of my, you know what I mean? Like it is because it's such a trope and it's such a, it's like, okay, if you're going to be this kind of cut out, like you got to bring it, bring the heat, you know? Yeah. And so it was cool. I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot about my, I brought my friend Tom with me, another guy named Tom. And he just criticized me the whole time, which was great. I learned what was working and what was not working. And it is a work in progress to do the solo stuff. So but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So so, how do you think the live sound of Tom Connolly and Birds of Paradise sounds mm -hmm. versus the recorded? Are you are you do you have a rhythm yet or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, these guys are all so rehearsed, like so good. Everyone in my band uh, that you know, I think I want it to be bigger and expand more. I mean, I want all the. If I had the budget, I would <laughs> have a pedal steel guy and a. <laughs> somebody a couple people singing harmonies i mean it's going to be a work in progress i mean i think like any record it's just like a moment in time that we captured and it's definitely not the end all uh but we sound close to what the record sounds like i like to think um but you know i'm not one to just be playing the record straight how it is like i like to improvise and i like to have new introduce new things i mean to be honest like i've been the new music I'm writing and working on with these guys is going to be way more expansive and slower and just bigger. I think um, bigger in a way of like just more space to inhabit. I mean, I like that a lot. So do you have, do you have a, a, a rollout for the album planned? Are you doing a been doing trying? A yeah. Or what do you, what, yeah. what's the plan here? The record comes out October 14th. We're going to have a record release show in San Francisco. Where? Uh, at a cool little art gallery called Common Space. Cool. On uh, Balboa Street. And I've been blasting it all over social media. So I'd love to see anybody there who's listening to this. October. So is the show on October 14th yep. at Common Space? Yep. The show is on October 14th at Common Space. And it's going to be us. And I just got um, Nate Budrow. Have you heard of him? He's a local dude, singer, yeah. songwriter. Yeah. yeah. He's going to open the show. It's going to be awesome. 
Um, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. I like his music a lot. Um, so that'd be cool. And that's what we're going to do. The show's going to start early, 7.30 to 10. going to be great. Old people hours. It's perfect yeah, for well, me. It's kind of yeah, come <laughs> it's come through. Right? It's, it's, I'm also on old people. I like old people hours too. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like San Francisco hours. It's like it's hard. Oh, because nothing's open past. It doesn't 11. seem like anything's really open past 9.30. What song do you think would be a great song to end our chat with? From the record? Yeah. Man, I mean, the one that um, is my favorite on the whole record is New Year's Day, the last song on the record. Yeah. Tell so me a little about it. Um, uh, it's kind of just like a... I don't even know. You know, it's just kind of like about, it's just kind of trying to evoke a sort of like kind of emptiness or feeling of like not really knowing what you're doing next or something. Like, you know, I think there's a line like, I'm not yet ready to go home. That kind of vibes. Like, I'm just not, I don't know what I want to do. And I don't know where I want to go, but it's like, I know it's not whatever is around me. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, kind of a sad song, but I think it has like a, a tinge of, looking forward and hoping it too as does as does every new year's day yeah i know it's kind of a cliche of a thing but i liked it so i kept it <laughs> not at all <laughs> hey i thank you so much for taking the time today this has been a great chat thank you i so appreciate it thanks for listening to the music i, I really appreciate it oh thanks for making the music oh thank you yeah, dreams and things and ideas
Thanks again to Tom Connolly for sitting down and sharing his story and music. You can see Tom's record release show on October 14th at Common Space Gallery on Balboa between 39th and 40th in the Outer Richmond. Get tickets at commonspacesf.com. For other news about the band, follow them on Instagram at Tom underscore Connolly. That's spelled C-O-N-N-E-E-L-Y. And you'll find his music at all the usual streaming spots. But remember, don't just stream it, buy it. You're tuned into the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio with me, MJ. Got lots more brand new local music to get to now, starting with another track I want to share off Infinite Possible Futures. That's the name of the new LP from San Francisco singer, songwriter, bassist, Maya. It's called Tide Shifts. In and out of my life In and out of my life I watch it go
just heard Net Positive featuring Blush, a song from San Francisco's The Band Ice Cream off their new record, Play Dead. This is the Hyperlocal Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks for hanging with me today. Let's sink right back into another long set of local music. Oakland multi-instrumentalist, composer, and former guest artist on this show, Michael Bang, is the creator behind the grunge electronic band Tell Me Tell Me as well as another project, the more alt-indie group he calls The Riot Professor. He also heads up the Oakland chapter of Balanced Breakfast, which is a local musician meet-up, support, and let's book some shows group. He's a force of nature, and he does all this while creating new music. This is his new single from Riot Professor. It's called New Symbols. Falling down from inside
Freakantastic long set of brand new Bay Area music. You just heard the first ever single from a new project called And Days, which is a collaboration between songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Ta Wu and East Bay producer, composer, drummer, and mixing engineer Patrick Aguirre. The song was called Shoals. Patrick also happens to play in the band that supports Water Strider. That is the project of Oakland's Nate Salmon. He's just released an EP called The Wildred Sessions, which are down-tempo, even lullaby interpretations of three songs he's released in the past few years. I played The Wildred Session of End of Sequence, the smoky, sultry R&B song Oakland from 22-year-old Satya was also in that set. It's off her brand new EP called Deep Blue, which was released in July. And I started that long set off with Oakland's Riot Professor and No Symbols. That about does it for this episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'll be back in two weeks with another fresh show, but in the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at WOTP underscore Radio MJ for news of new local music and killer live shows. You can also listen to this and other great episodes of the show just by going to my archives on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just search for West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm going to leave you with one more new song from two former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artists who are now collaborating. 
Oakland's Astu and Isaiah Mustafa, who produced and co-wrote this single called Suit Up. See you in two weeks. Until then, take care of yourself, be kind, peace. <laughs>